All right, we should be rolling. Welcome everybody back to SNB Wrestling, and welcome to episode two. It's been a little over a week since we have put out an episode. We're trying to do at least one episode a week, perhaps some other things in between. But my name is Sam. I'm joined here by my co-host Cody. Cody, what are we talking about today? We're talking about AEW Dynamite on Dynamite. We sound like Tony Khan. That's what he does. He's just like, it is. It's so bad when you actually go to a show because like he comes out right before uh, Dynamite goes live. And then he yeah. comes he comes out in between Dynamite and Rampage. He'll be like, We just watched Dynamite, no time for an episode of Rampage. <laughs> an all time episode of AEW Dynamite. Oh my god. I promise you guys something very, very big. Very, very big. Very good episode. And then it's like QT Marshall. <laughs> yeah, last time last time I said that when I was there, it was um uh W Morrissey. <clears throat> yeah. Remember when he freaking tweeted out what was it? It was during like the COVID times, and he tweeted out, "Um, this is gonna change the course of wrestling." And it was Pack returning. Like, yeah, was it really? <laughs> yeah, that nah, was what dude. it was. It was Pack returning. I remember that tweet because I think it was around the New Japan stuff too. So I swear to God, I was like, "Oh my God, Kenta versus Punk, let's go!" And uh, then like, freaking Pack returns. I don't know. Pac we still need out. Kenta versus Punk. We need Kenta versus Punk. Yeah. That is like the. I don't know. That'd be like match of the decade. It really would. GTS versus GTS. Yeah. Oh, well, great stuff. Anyways, before we get into Dynamite from last week, um, we will be going through a couple news uh, that we have, a little bit of news that we have from the past week or so. So let's get started with the first thing that I wrote down. Uh, Bad Bunny will be hosting WrestleMania Backlash. I think it's just Backlash and um again. Yeah, they got rid of the good. WrestleMania part, so thank God. Okay, thank God good. Triple H is getting rid of that stuff. It's so stupid. It was, yeah, that was pretty cringe. But uh, Bad Bunny will be hosting Backlash in Puerto Rico this upcoming yeah. May. I really like that they're doing a lot of shows in like different countries and stuff. I don't yeah, know. Definitely. I just like it. It's nice because, like, I'm sure the crowds are going to be great. And it's just, I don't know. I love to see that stuff. So, Bad Bunny, I'm, like, I just don't want them to do a music performance. That's all, like, that's <laughs> yeah, what I can, don't want Yeah, can them he to wrestle do. instead, please? Yeah, can he please do, like, do a match or something? Or just, like, cut a nice promo. Just music segments and wrestling are always so awful. It's like, so weird. What was the last one they, Hardy? they had one of the... No, no, no. They had one at the Royal Rumble. Uh, WWE did. And it was fucking yeah, Hardy, atrocious. Hardy oh, that's what their name was. Yeah. yeah Hardy. Because, okay. I, I, that, that's forgotten. Like, that's been gone in my mind because they're so <laughs> irrelevant and they were so, like, forgettable. It was so bad. It, it was, was like, really bad. It was atrocious. It was, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a big music, like, performance thing in wrestling guy and what the fuck what am i trying to say i just don't like them in wrestling it's just yeah. so what's the point 
Like, for a cool entrance, yeah, but, like, putting it in the middle of the show just, like, kills the crowd. Yeah, the crowd doesn't know how to react. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, it's this... Yeah. It's not like the crowd's there for a concert, but... Right, 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 right. I don't know, but I really like it being in Puerto Rico, and Bad Bunny's actually been good, so... It'll be, yeah, it'll be, sure. it's going to be a good show. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how the crowds in Puerto Rico are. I don't think we've ever seen like a televised or pay per view in Puerto Rico. I'll Google it. Um, yeah, but I don't, I can't name one off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they do house shows there all the time. Not all the oh, time, yeah. maybe every year, well, once a year. I doubt all the time. Um, if you want to get into the not- next topic, you can. I'm still looking at stuff. All right. Well, speaking of pay-per-views in May, we will be seeing the King and Queen of the Ring on May 27th in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Well, oh yeah. I think this is show. this is going to be like the first ever valid Saudi Arabia show, I think. <laughs> Cuz ages well did Triple H, Triple H did the last one with Roman and Logan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. That one was good. Yeah, that one was good. I don't think I watched that one. So I definitely yeah. watched Roman and Logan. I mm-hmm. kind of remember. Didn't I think Omos had a match? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he did. I like, yeah. But my little bit of Googling right there shows nothing has came up saying wwe has even done like a house show in puerto rico i couldn't really find anything i remember i think uh geez who was it i think it was marty janetti i don't i saw this like yesterday marty janetti said like he worked the house show in puerto rico in like 92 something like that i don't know did he get like killed (laughs) (laughs) like bruiser brody r.i.p yeah that shit is so sad to think about that's the only what, puerto rico event i can think of yeah for like the worst reason right but no is that where did didn't Janetti kill a guy he admitted that right that's like been he admitted, he, he admitted it but then he was like guys it's just a prank it's a joke <laughs> jesus christ it's like when yeah you, where was that uh, he just, I think it was like he killed a guy and then threw him in the river or something. I don't know. What the hell? I don't, I don't know. remember everyone going crazy about that. Janetti's, uh, yeah, wild. Yeah, the the first time I met Marty Janetti was the last time I met Marty Janetti. So. Good, good. <laughs> Keep it that way. Please. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> Not going out your way to meet the Janette. Not at all. <laughs> but, um... Keeping keeping on the uh, the topic of King and Queen of the Ring, I I like the idea of it being a one night tournament, but I don't know if they should do two tournaments in the same that, night. That's gonna be yeah. really long. It'll be interesting because will it would it be like men's match and women's match and like back and forth? I think so. I think if they do like each an eight person tournament for each, it should it should be. Fine. Like the matches aren't gonna go really long, probably. It's gonna like WWE shows are already long, so it's not gonna be like I don't know. Nothing. It's not new. Gonna go, Nothing. Yeah, it's too not gonna crazy. go like five hours, but 
I until, see until, until they prove you wrong. Oh, Jesus. I swear to... Like, it shouldn't go over three and a half hours. Should it? I don't, it shouldn't, but will it? I don't know. Saudi shows love to be long, so... Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. No clue. Maybe we can watch it at lunch again. Fucking <laughs> Mansoor. Mansoor. Neil, ah! Neil oh. loves Mansoor. Well, yeah. Who doesn't love Mansoor? Come on. The best Come on. wrestler. What match was that? It was Mansoor versus Ali, right? Oh, I th- yeah, I think so. And he got like his gotta, one and only win. Well, I'm, I'm going to go on cage match and find that out. He first. only wins in Saudi Arabia. Oh, sh- shoot. Uh, but I could see them doing like qualifying matches on like Raw and SmackDown and then having will. having yeah. maybe like semifinals and the finals. Those are going to turn out those are going to turn out better than the actual um tournament matches probably. Yeah, the actual finals. Uh-huh. Uh Bro, Mansoor's barely wrestled. I know. He just does dumb <laughs> Raw segments. Yeah, they do not book him. Good. Yeah. WWE Crown Jewel 2021 Mansoor vs. Mustafa Ali. It got three and a, uh, three and three quarter stars from Meltzer. What? <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that good. What? Oh, this was the show where they had... Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. Because oh, I yeah. saw, because I was looking at Cage Match and I saw, oh, uh, I saw four and three quarters. I was like, no way. And then I realized that it was Edge and Rollins, which made sense. So was that the same show as? No, that wasn't Roman then. Roman no, it and wasn't. Logan Paul. It wasn't the same one. Roman versus Lesnar was the main event of this show. I do not remember that. I remember that just because people were complaining. (sighs) Damn. Yeah, that's that's the only reason I remember uh, that. Saudi shows they're just irrelevant. Very irrelevant. Well, hopefully that uh, those tournaments go well. Because the last couple King of the Rings have meant absolutely nothing. Oh, I think. Yeah. Didn't Xavier uh, Woods win the last one? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, because Roman like broke the crown or whatever he did with that. Yeah, that was really weird. And then he, no, I think uh, he just took the crown. I don't think he broke it. I think he. Just I think took he it. tried to break it. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty I don't sure. I, I, yeah, it was weird. It, it was, was all weird. very dumb. Yeah. Hopefully, Chad wins it. Come on, Gable. Yeah, that, I I saw either uh, Chad Gable, LA Knight, mm-hmm. or, or Walter. Can we have them like in a triple threat for the final? That'd be great. <laughs> Just I, have I them think, all win. I really think Chad Gable should win it though. I mean, he's yeah. getting he's getting a, he's not really getting a push, but he's getting a lot of matches Literally overall now. The most one of the most underrated wrestlers, maybe ever. I don't I I don't think I'm qualified enough to make that statement but i'd say the most underrated right now definitely yeah in wwe at least Mm -hmm. he's always so good and it's like an american alpha american alpha it was so good right they were really good i really enjoyed them yeah them versus revival oh great matches
They had a cool finish three. too. Grand amplitude when he tossed oh, him up. Oh yeah, it was so sick. Oh, remember in the freaking revival two out of three falls tag? They there was this really crazy move where Chad Gable was on uh, one of revival's shoulders, and then they tried to do a cross body to Gable, and then Gable caught and did like a backflip. The fall like, away. Fall away. Off yeah, I remember that. I remember that was that. wild. Oh, yeah. He's so good. And, like, he's doing stuff like that in NXT, and then he's done nothing for so long. That was, like, 2015, 2016. <laughs> yeah, it, I think it it's was. It's been so long. It has been a while. And he's just done nothing at all. Now he just does, oh, thank you. Oh, shoes. Shoes. And what he does. It's so stupid. It's it so is. stupid. I mean, it, it, was, it was kind of funny for a little bit, but they, you know, they yeah. played out. They got long. over with, like, a crowd. And that was it. Yeah, for a little bit. Now they just boo him. Yeah, because it's just so dumb. I mean, hey, or... We could. Uh, I would love to see Chad Gable leave eventually, and then go to ROH. Him in the Pure Division, oh, he would tear it up, dude. Oh my God! Yeah, that would be great. Chad Gable versus Timothy Thatcher. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Whoa! Very epic. And you know, I, this is a dream match. I just thought of. I was thinking of like Bloodsport and stuff because he could go there. Because Chad Gable and Bloodsport would be phenomenal. Him versus Busick would be great. Moxley, eh, maybe could get a good match. Moxley has done some good stuff in Bloodsport. But the freaking dream match I thought of, Chad Gable versus Kota Ibushi? Like, that'd come be, on. That'd be cool to watch. That is money. That is money right there. That is That would be so good. It'd just be like Suplex Central. It'd be awesome. <laughs> be great. I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. At least they're not making him shorty G. Oh, yeah. I don't even want to remember that. That was so was... garbage. All right, let's it move was... on. Let's yeah, move let's move on. on. Speaking of the revival, <laughs> uh, you want to take it away? Yeah, let's let's talk about these contracts because last week I said <laughs> I, I said a lot of things that you didn't like. Poorly, poorly aged take, maybe. Very, and it, dude, it aged like the next was like day. Yeah. The next day, I saw that... Um, you, you sent me a screenshot or something. Yeah, apparently the whole FTR leaving AEW thing was a work. They extended their deals or something, or their deals were already long enough, something like that. But mm-hmm. last week I said... You I got work, player? Oh. I did. I really did. But I mean, hey, it's FTR, so I'll let it slide. Yeah. They can work yeah. me. L- the literal goats. But anyways, let me fill everyone in. Last week I said, I think uh, AEW is going to use FTR very poorly, like lose clean to the guns, uh, don't win the tag belts, turn heel so people aren't supposed to like them when they leave, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I mean, now that we know that they're staying with AEW for quite some time, I have to say, I think they're going to beat the guns very happily. Yes. I can yes. Say that. Two year title reign, please. I just want them to hold it like forever. Yeah. Just let them be lifetime champs. Please. Because who else is better? Who else is going to like take it from them? Yeah. Nobody better. Like, than unless a team, 
unless a team gets crazy over like the acclaim did like uh last year then it's just like you gotta wait for something like that to happen to take the titles off ftr because if you want to put it on the bucks for like a month it's just useless worthless it's so uh i remember last year they did that they put it on the bucks because that's when the hardys were supposed to go over and they just wanted, uh, they wanted it to, but yeah. hang on hang on they wanted it to change because uh christian was going to change or uh, turn on jungle boy so yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And then they oh, lost to Swerve whoa. in Our Glory, who was a relevant tag team for roughly one week. Yeah, and then lost it to Acclaimed months later. Way overdue. So, yeah. They should have called it an audible, like, all out. Yeah, they definitely should have. Mm-hmm. Imagine that pop. Oh, it was already, like... The pop when they won was good in the Grand Slam match, but at All Out, it would have been crazy. Yeah, it felt like a when CM Punk debuted on Rampage and when he first uh, came to AEW. Like, it was a loud reaction, but everybody saw it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, speaking of tag team championships, at Supercard of Honor, we will be seeing the, I guess, now vacant ring of honor world tag team titles uh in a multi-man ladder match called the What's reach, called, for, the, reach oh, yeah. for the sky boy reach for the sky ladder match hell yeah the now, um oh, uh, you can go i i think ftr would actually be the best pick to win this match because they have that connection with the briscoe give them all the gold give them all the gold honestly running back the um, the belt Please. collectors and FTR with that'd the AW and ROH tag belts this time. That would yeah. be very epic. It would be. And I, I like your point of FTR making the most sense because of their connection with the Briscoes. It would make a lot. Right. Um, but I feel like right now, Lucha Bros might win. Because like, who else are they even going to add to that tag match? Right. Probably Um, who's... who's... Who's the one guy that's in uh, Ari Davari's group with the tank top? Oh, I don't even know. You is know what I'm like talking about, though, with the backwards hat? Is that the embassy? No, no, no. Ari, uh, the Trust Busters. Oh, my God. For, I don't even care. You know the, the guy with the, the backwards jobber hat? A, yeah, the Jobber AEW division is just, like, so <laughs> forgettable. It is so stupid. AEW it's division, so aka the yeah. ROH uh, buy-in no, division. But yeah, it's, oh my god, so bad. I don't even know. No, but I think I think Lucha Bros are gonna win because who else are they gonna add to that? I honestly don't see them adding FTR to that match. But uh, I don't know. I want them to. Yeah, they should. But the um, how they announced this was on Rampage. They had Mark Briscoe cut a promo. Um, announcing this ladder match and I w- watching that promo, I, it just made me think Mark Briscoe is the best promo in the game right now. He is just so like natural and he's he says stuff like Mark Briscoe, like it just doesn't seem forced, it doesn't seem fake. He's just out there, mm-hmm. like just being himself, and it's great. He's so like natural, like he, I don't know, he. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. He's, he's just, just so good. He's just talking from the heart. He's no just games. talking. Yeah, it's so great. It's just so like it's a breath of fresh air to see that. 
He's I think he might be the best promo in the game right now, besides maybe an MJF, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh Mark Briscoe doesn't really throw drinks on kids and says they're thirsty. But I like that about MJF. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh that's why MJF that's why MJF's the best. Yeah, I thought you were about to pull a Tony Khan. I had a very serious discussion. I had a very serious discussion with him backstage. Uh the champ yeah. was not the champ and uh the kid was in fact the champ in that situation. <laughs> and then they gave him a bunch of free stuff. The mm-hmm. champ is here. But uh I yeah, I could see the Lucha Bros winning it, especially now that they've been tagging with Mark Briscoe in six man tag matches. Oh yeah. Uh huh. That's it's pretty obvious, I think. But I don't know. I mean ROH is like so in the air right now. Like there's nothing like there's not really stories at all. Mm-hmm. It's so it's just really random. Everything is just random about it, but you know, it. I think I think uh, we'll get there after a couple weeks of TV. Though I'm still not watching the weekly <laughs> Ring of Honor show. Um, I meant to watch Universe Thatcher because that looked pretty good, but I never got around to it. Did it happen yet? Yeah, it happened Thursday. It would happen. Oh, last I saw. Episode. I saw Thatcher like came out, but I never saw the match. I didn't no, know the match. No, he had a match happened. with. He had a match with Yuta. Yeah, I, I know, because I saw after Yuta's match on the first episode, I think, Thatcher came out, like, to challenge him. Yeah. I didn't know the match happened already. No, it happened last episode. It looked Dang, pretty good. I gotta watch yeah. that. It's on Billy Billy. I can it's on it. Billy Billy. <laughs> yeah. Don't give out the secrets. Whoa. Already enough people know about that, I think. <laughs> you just don't know how to use it. I don't. I don't know how to you use don't. it. I barely know how to translate it from Japanese to English. It's literally a button at the top. But the button's in Japanese. Uh, no, it's not. It's. For, I don't even. Okay. When I pulled it up, it was. So. That's that's BillyBilly.com. Oh no! First of all, it's not even Japanese. It's Chinese. Secondly, like you just it. You just click the part that says english and it translates it it's not that hard and then well, you just type what? in I'm a, I'm a real supporter i actually buy the pay-per-views occasionally big baller big baller okay where are you getting that money from sam i'm just the biggest baller That's just i'm how the I biggest do. okay um yeah let's move on let's move on to the wwe <sighs> side of things Rey Mysterio, the first confirmed inductee for the 2023 Hall of Fame. This makes me, yeah, definitely, but this makes me think he's going to retire at Mania. Uh, Which is sad. Yeah, but I mean, he's still, right, as of now, he still has it, but I think if if, if he keeps going, he's going to start to wear down, and it's just going to look like Jericho and AW. Yeah. Well, you know what they got to do at Mania then? They got to pull a, a Great Muda's last match and have Psychosis come back for like a two-second <laughs> match <laughs> so they can just be like, oh, Mysterio won his last match, and then it was like a two-second match with Psychosis. That'd be great. That would have been funny. That would be we funny. Bring, can we bring back Psychosis? Well, hey, Conan, put- Conan is inducting him, so. Really? Yeah, on Mysterio, it's going to be his first ever time on WWE Did they actually ever. announce that? Doesn't yeah, Ray, Conan Ray, have Ray, Ray Myster- with the internet right now? Yeah, but Rey Mysterio requested it, so. Uh, 
You know what promo I watched back the other day? The it? Conan and Tully Blanchard face-off from AEW Dynamite. <laughs> like, I forgot he was on AEW. So he was on it like during the Penta FTR feud, and mm-hmm. he had a he had a face-off with Tully Blanchard. And <laughs> Didn't he get jumped was, by FTR? Yeah, he got jumped by FTR after they <laughs> gave him the pile driver. Oh. Uh, that was, that was a promo. Man. That, was, that was something. That was something. That was yeah, such a weird no, time for FTR. It really was. But I, I really liked the Super Ronas match. That was good. But then the ma- then the feud kind of just tanked from there. Was that the full gear match? The Super Ronas match was when they won the AAA titles. Okay, yeah, and then they, re- they had the match for the AEW titles at full gear. Yeah, that went pretty long. Yeah, I hated that match. It was so I didn't sloppy. Hate it. Yeah, and no, I think I think Cash, um, I think Cash legit got knocked out by Phoenix in that match. Damn. Well, Phoenix was jumping around like always, so not too surprised. Yeah, I've I've heard Phoenix is really stiff. I wouldn't be surprised. Let's ask Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's let's go on to the last piece of news we have. So this week on Dynamite, Jade Cargill is hosting an Spoiler open challenge Cargill. for the TBS Championship. She said she wants Canada's best uh, female wrestler. And a lot of speculation is going around that it is going to be Taya Valkyrie. Apparently, Taya Valkyrie is all done with Impact. And I mean, she is Canadian, so it all ties together. I don't, I don't, I don't have much I, to say about that. It's gonna be. I a... don't. I also don't have much to say. I googled Canadian women's wrestlers as like to say a joke as who it could be, but the, you know how Google like puts a bunch of faces and names up like when you search like, for like a general like set of people or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so the top three names that come up for Canadian women's wrestler are Natalia Neidhart, Taya Valkyrie, and Angelina Love. What? <laughs> it's the top three. And Trish Stratus is in the third row. <laughs> under She's under Chelsea Green, Gail Kim, Rosemary, and Laura Dennis. And she's right next to Rosa Mendez. Bur- she's Canadian? Trish, yeah. No, Rosa Mendes. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Where is freaking Google is tripping hard. I don't that's like that's what Google says. Where's Oh Google I'm says so it, so stupid. it must be true. Where's Edge's wife? Or was she Beth Am Phoenix? I stupid? Yeah, is she Bro Beth Phoenix? Maybe it's like a Jericho deal. Jericho says he's from Winnipeg, but he's actually born in New York. Hey, Faith. Oh, literally, she's born in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Real. Elmira, I don't know how to say that. E L M I R A N Y. She's from New York. What now, that f- is the hashtag real moment <laughs> of the hour. That's Why is every epic. fake Canadian from New York? I'm going to Google. Kenneth Omega and see what happens. But speaking of the Hall of Fame, though, uh, okay, he's from Winnipeg. 
there have been a lot of rumors about who's going in the Hall of Fame. We've seen like names ooh, 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 ooh. such as Midnight Express, uh, Please Cindy Lauper. I think we saw Umaga, but Umaga apparently the Great Muda is almost yes. confirmed. Please, that'd be great. He deserves it. No He's pun so intended. Good. It would be great. Oh yeah. Ah, I get it. Yeah. Would he go in as the Great Muda or KG Muda? Oh, Great Muda. For sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure, Great so Muda. We can, so we can do the gimmick and stuff. Yeah, he'll do the mist on the stage. Imagine that. Head, Hall of Fame class headlined by Mysterio and Muda. Oh, my God. It'd be great. I forgot Liger was in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, as he should be. Yeah, like surprising I mean, names in the Hall of Fame. Like they've left a lot of people out, but like they've ad- actually added some like good people. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like if you were a wrestler in the '90s for WWF for quite some time, you're getting in the Hall of Fame. Like we got the Bushwhackers, yeah, like, Coco Beware. Alicia Fox is gonna get in there probably. Oh, yeah, probably this year. Oh God! I swear to God, imagine Great Muda. Rey Mysterio and then Alicia Fox. Alicia like, Fox. The, that would be awful. It'd be so awful. Yeah, Charmel oh. went in last year. They're just running out of people. Oh, you're right. Oh, Charmel, part of the best wrestling match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, I'm gonna find a way to bring it up. Charmel versus Jenna Maraska, baby. Oh nice. my god. Oh my god. Nice. Oh. Well, I think that wraps up all the news, unless you have anything else. I think that's it. Nah, I don't got anything else. Well, let's Dynamite, baby. You know what that means. Move on to Dynamite from, I believe it was the 8th last week. So we opened up. We see Danhausen in a sling. I guess Danhausen is injured. I don't know if it's kayfabe or not. I... Would think it's legit, because why else would they have him in a sling? But, that same match we saw, who was it, Orange and, who was it, Orange and Lethal, yeah, Orange, Cassidy, and Jay Lethal, which was actually a really good match. I really enjoyed this one. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I was really... What's the word I'm looking for? I was really impressed with the match. I mean, I know you don't they like They did Orange take Cassidy. a more grounded scientific attack to it, which yeah, I Yeah, I wrote that appreciate. down, too. I wrote that down. Um, like, I thought it was fine. I wasn't, like, really impressed with it. Like, I I respected Cassidy's limb selling, but at the same time, uh, like, Lethal took one blow to the arm and then did the springboard finish. Like, the finish of the match was great. Um, Jay Lethal went for the lethal injection and he couldn't hit it because his arm gave out after he landed on Cassidy's knees trying to go for the elbow, which allowed Orange to get the opportunity to hit him the orange punch for the win, which I really enjoyed. But like if they're gonna do that finish and have his arm give out, like after like a move or whatever. And you have Cassidy selling the leg like the whole match, even though he's like running around and doing flips and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. And Cassidy's move set doesn't really like play well into like um 
what like leg limb selling because I remember this one point in the match he um he he did like a second rope DDT to Jay Lethal and then he was gonna hit another DDT but he can't just hit another DDT so he does the whole like leg scissor like head spin DDT thing he could like yeah it's I don't know I'm I'm just not a big fan of Cassidy and his like move set but I appreciate the more grounded style to this match. I really like that spot when Lethal went for the lethal injection and his arm just gave out. I thought that was really it's creative. So it was it's really so cool good. to see. Yeah. Lethal's the best. He was driving this match. He had to have been. Yeah, he carried. He definitely carried. Definitely. It was a lot of lethal, so that's probably what made it palatable. I wrote down lethal should have a belt. He should. He Tag should. belts, maybe, but no. It, it should go to FTR. Lethal. Give him the freaking, I don't know, international title. We'll get to that. But. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that whole name change in a oh, little bit. and something I forgot to mention was Excalibur's really interesting uh, way to open the show. He said, like, he was doing the commentary intro, and then he was like, Welcome to WWE Dynamite. No, that's <laughs> JR. What, what Excalibur said was, it's International Women's Day, and you know what that means. It's AEW Dynamite. Ah. Like, it's it was weird because I don't think every International Women's Day is Dynamite. It's a dynamite. It, 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 just, it just fell on a Wednesday. Like, yeah, just because strange. it's International Women's Day doesn't mean Dynamite. And it's weird because like when someone thinks of AEW Dynamite, the last thing they're gonna think of is the shit women's division. So it's <laughs> it's so I don't know. It was just it was pretty funny. Yeah, sometimes he has some really funny intros. I think we I think you texted me about one a couple weeks ago that like didn't really make sense. It was just kind of funny. I don't remember. Excalibur just be talking. I think he yeah, I think he just comes up with it and doesn't really on say the it spot. out loud. He's like, let me say this. He he doesn't say it out loud until he actually doesn't does run it by Taz. Yeah. <laughs> It's Taz. It's Taz. But no, opening match was good. But after that, what happened? Uh, we saw Wordlow was backstage telling everybody oh yeah. that his car was broken into and his belt was stolen. Now, when I first saw this a couple days ago, like right after Revolution, I thought it was legit. But now I'm starting to think it's a story because they're selling oh, really? it. They're selling it so hard on Dynamite. Uh, I and, think. I, hang on. I think it actually happened. Okay. Ooh. I mean, it could have, but later on in the uh, in the main event, we saw QT Marshall come out. What was that all about? I could have seen QT Marshall being the one that stole his belt. I oh, I mean, oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> Tony Khan, worst Booker of the year. Why? Oh. That would be awful. I think it actually happened, and they just wanted to implement it into the story. But I swear I mean, to God, if QT ends up robbing <laughs> Wardlow, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. If it was legit. If he, someone actually did steal it, then they did it. They played it along really well. Yeah, they well. did a good job. If QT mm-hmm. Marshall kayfabe stole it, then I wish Horrible. someone actually stole it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, 
But no, I like the addition of the FTR shirt. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Playing back to the Pinnacle days. Yep, so. said he had and to of course FTR. I popped. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was fine. It was just a promo in the back with Rene Paquette. Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah, thank God it wasn't Alex Marvez or RJ City. Oh, God. Yeah, RJ City, he does the YouTube show. They can't put him on Dynamite. He was on Revolution on the pre-show. That's the pre-show. No one watches the pre-show. Except Mark Briscoe match. I didn't even watch that. I know you didn't, but still, I watched it, and he's the most talentless interviewer of all time. Oh, RJ? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is he really that bad? He has no skills whatsoever. He just like threw, isn't he just like, cracking jokes the whole time? Yeah, and it wasn't even like funny jokes. Oh. <laughs> it was just it was just oh. weird. It was really awkward. Gross. But moving on, we got Ricky Starks coming out to do a promo, and out of yes. nowhere. We hear Bullet Club for life. That's right. And we see. I thought it was going to be. I don't know who. Oh, my God. Dude. I don't know. It took me back to 2016. Yeah. I don't know. It was great. The crowd got on their feet. Bullet Club is still over, bro. I think I just haven't heard that music and seen that like in such a long time. It Mm -hmm. brought me back. I like I just remember being a wrestling fan on on YouTube watching like all the clips from the <laughs> other companies being like oh my god what is this and it's like all bullet club stuff but after I watched this it just like kind of stuck in my mind and I went on YouTube and this doesn't even relate to bullet club too much but I went back and I watched um like when Broken Matt Hardy debuted in ROH I don't know why, but that's what I thought of for some reason. And I just like watched like clips I found on YouTube of like the match or whatever, or the like the debut of Broken Matt on ROH. That pop is one of my favorite pops of all time. It's so good because just Broken Matt pops on the screen and the place goes ballistic. I just, I don't know. It was such a hot period of indie wrestling. What a time. Yeah, I think the Broken Hardys were just as over as Bullet Club in that time. Yeah, yeah. And I remember after, uh, it was one ROH show, like after the Bucks match, Bucks won and then the lights went out, Hardys showed up and they just had an impromptu match and they started it off with the delete suck it thing. Like, which <laughs> I is remember that, dumb. I remember that. Yeah, it was kind of dumb, but like, uh, it was so over. It was. It really was. So... I don't know. It just like hearing that song again just kind of took me back to those like ROH hot periods. Yeah, of like BTE and all that. It was a time and a half to be a fan. Definitely was. So I had no clue who it was going to be. I couldn't even think because it all happened so quick. And then we see Juice Robinson. Yeah. Mr. Juice. Uh, I was kind of disappointed. I thought I thought it was gonna be someone huge, but I don't know who. Like Jay White. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, kind of. But then, <clears throat> like, it didn't click. The thing with yet, that but... though, the thing with that though, there's no one huge in Bullet Club anymore. Bullet Club's not right. a big factor anymore. That's what I'm anymore. saying. It's really not. Jay White. I'm pretty sure is going to WWE. I think he's kicked out of Bullet Club. He's kicked out of NJPW. Yeah. He he lost. 
a loser leaves Japan match and and then lost a loser leaves NJPW match. So he can't wrestle for them anymore or just be stupid. So he's got to go to like WWE or something. Juice Robinson is probably like the other bet because they're not going to have Tama Tonga feud with Ricky Starks. Kenta would be great, but Kenta, if he comes to AEW, should be in such a more ho- high profile thing. So I feel like Juice Robinson would be like the best bet. Best being put in quotations, but. And he's already signed there and stuff, so it's easy for them to yeah. pull that off. I keep forgetting he's signed there. Yeah, I he, think everyone he, does. Because he doesn't wrestle for them. Like, I guess he will start doing some more now, but. I think I he just know. works dark. Yeah. You think there's going to be more Bullet Club in, uh, like, addition to AW now? Like, more Bullet Club stuff showing up? I hope so, especially because they've, like, expanded Bullet Club into Impact, and we got Chris Bay and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Ace Austin. It'd be so cool to see those two in AW. Um, and then you could have some, like, elite versus Bullet Club stuff. but Yeah, kind of like at Forbidden Door when uh, Young Bucks joined Bullet Club for one more night. One yeah. Night only. Mm-hmm. One night only. Brought back With the old Sting? Jackets. With Sting? Like, st- it was no Sting was on the opposing team. I just remember the spot where he was in the ring with Bucks, and I was like, "Oh wait!" But didn't he like no sell a soup like a double super kick or whatever? I think it missed him, and he sold it. Okay, Sting just on his crazy shit. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he got lost in that match. I think he hit a. I think um. He hit a scorpion. Uh, I think this was Forbidden Door. It might not be. Oh no, it was because all right. So Sting, I think he hit a scorpion death drop on someone in the ring. And then I think it was Juice Robinson. He's like waiting for like the next spot. Like he was acting like, you know, when the guy turns around and he's like shocked yeah. that the other guy is there. <laughs> yeah, the so, slow turnaround So spot. he turns around, Sting's there, but Sting just goes to the outside to, the, uh, to Nick Jackson. <laughs> and Nick Jackson's like, Sting, get in the ring. You're missing the spot. So then Sting has to get back into the ring. And then he finally hits the spot with Juice Robinson. And he has to act surprised for the second time. Five stars. Minus oh. five stars. Minus five stars. Oh, there, there it is again. Charmel versus Jenna Marasco. <laughs> oh, it keeps popping up. Oh my god! We'll never escape that match. We'll never escape that. Have you even watched it? No, and I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Okay. Ah. Uh. Well, let's move on to a Hangman Page promo. Where we see Hangman say that he is done with Moxley. He doesn't know if Moxley is done with him, but he says he is done with Moxley, which later on in the show, we will touch on that once again. Um, Let's just move on. I did not care for this at all. It's just a promo. In that moment, I wrote this is exactly what I wrote down. Hangman says he's done with Mox. Thank God, in all caps. You jinxed it. You jinxed yeah, it. I truly did, and we'll get you on to that later yeah. on. Yeah, let's just move on to destination. Well, hit on right. Hang on, no. Oh, no, no. did I miss something? Did I? You're miss you're, you're missing the greatest tag team of all time. Oh, 
No. Wait. Hold up. Oh, no, you might be right. I didn't watch the women's <laughs> match. <laughs> That's why I don't have anything written down. Oh. Ruby Soho did a You People promo. We can talk about that. You People. Literally, it was You People. Like, I don't know. It wasn't a bad promo, but it wasn't anything special. You People make me sick. That's literally what it was. That literally what the promo was. Like, it was fine. I didn't care for it. It wasn't bad, but I don't know. And then it went, it went into the Sky Blue match, with, which lasted like six minutes, which I feel like you think that should have been shorter. Yeah. Because if like, <laughs> yeah, it's Ruby Soho and it's Sky Blue. They said Sky Blue has wrestled 70 AEW matches. What? I, that's what they said on commentary. They said this was like her 70th match. And and they were putting over her age. It was like she's already wrestled seventy matches and she's only twenty three. Like they say that like she's done something. She's done nothing in AEW. <laughs> nothing of note. And they're putting that over. Wait, I'm looking it up. That's what they said on commentary. I swear to God. Cody, pull up the Sky Blue record. Uh, I'm going on cage match. Let's go to matches. I'm on the AEW website. Hold on. <clears throat> Is she even on here? She's not even on here. (laughs) (laughs) You're kidding me. When was her first AEW match? Oh, Oh, gee. She probably jobbed out on Dark or something. Okay. Let's let's go through cage match and count this. One. (laughs) We're at one. It's a lot of GC. No, there's some GCW. All right, I found it. I found it. I found it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74. 74 AEW matches. What? 74 AEW matches. Should we go through all her opponents? And I cannot name a single one besides Jimmy Cargill <laughs> and Ruby Soho, only because we just talked about it. Oh, my God. I really? 70? 74. I just counted it. I swear. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. How many? Does it say how many of those were wins? Oh, I should have been. I'd it's... have to think. It might be like 50 No, 50. okay. Her last, her last couple dark matches, because her last couple dark matches have been... Uh, wins literally it looks like she wins like a lot of stuff on dark and then just loses tremendously on rampage and dynamite yeah they got to build her up and then she can never cop a win yeah yeah she got that gun club record (laughs) (laughs) oh my god remember when they were like 70 and oh yeah that was another tag champs now they're they're the tag champs. champs stupid stupid Stupid. Oh my god. 
Well, then we see MJF cut a great promo, as oh, always. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. It's That's so why good. he's the go. The go. And I like how uh, MJF and Danielson's promo, which we will get to, um, were cut after the Revolution match. Like, they're still in blood. It's like yeah. they're still tired. But it's yeah. so it's so great. Both of them cut such great promos. And it's just... MJF I love so their feud so much, dude. It was really good, yeah. The matches Danielson had, the promos MJF was cutting. I it was pretty divisive, but I did like enjoy MJF's uh car crash promo. Remember that when he was like, yeah, "This is some of, some of his this is how I face adversity," sense. and then he like told Brian he blamed another person for almost dying in a car crash. Yeah, he, he's, he, you can definitely tell he's learned his promo from Cody Rhodes because they bring up a oh, lot yeah. of stuff that doesn't quite relate to anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of out of nowhere, too. Like, let me just admit to a crime real quick. So. He thinks he's Marty Jannetty. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, MJF stands for Marty Jannetty Friedman. Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, Can we have God. Marty Jannetty at the bar mitzvah, please? Oh, my God. <laughs> like how we had Soul Train Jones on the Jericho <laughs> thing. No reason, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's please. Marty, hashtag Marty Jannetty for the re-bar mitzvah. <laughs> That'd be great. Well. Oof. Then we got the Jade Cargill promo, which we already touched on. So Open let's go challenge. on. Let's go on to the Jericho Appreciation Society. Jericho Appreciation Society. Sports entertainers. <laughs> That's a better one. I gotta stop with my impressions. This match was kind of nothing, though. Yeah, I, I, uh, it was, uh, Sammy Garcia and Jericho versus AR Fox and Top Flight. Another random match, but I guess it's kind of like a contenders match to climb up the ranks for the trios titles, which, you know, okay. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty nothing match, though. Like, I didn't care for it at all. The action was nothing special. It wasn't, like, atrocious, but it wasn't, like, great. Right. It was just, like, a filler. Yeah. I did not care for it. So, I hear... After the man. I think it was Excalibur said, JAS has been around for one year. No. That's no, what he said, really? dude. Yeah. It's already been a year of this bullshit. Dude. Oh, my God. It's crazy. It, it's felt a lot less, like, than that. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's been going way yeah. too long, but that's <laughs> yeah. expected with Jericho. Wasting Garcia in 2.0. I know. Dude, I love 2.0 and freaking NXT. 2.0's promos are so good. You want to know what gets me hard? Or <laughs> what was it? It was like, you want to know what gets my nipples hard or something? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I remember um, it was a NXT in your house. I think it was during 2020 or 2021. And they were like doing the pre-show. 
And since it was in your house, they got like one of those backyard like kid houses, like the playhouses, <laughs> yeah. and they were just in there. Yeah. I gotta find that. That was so hilarious. Yeah, they're great. They are great. But yeah, I, I said this is just a waste of Sammy and Daniel Garcia, dude. I don't even care about Sammy at this point. Like, I don't I don't care. He's yeah. just like lost all momentum for me. I can see that. He's gotten his time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That whole TNT debacle and then they tried oh. to do something with Eddie Kingston and it just <laughs> That match was pretty good from what I remember though. The Grand the Grand Slam Rampage match where Eddie just like killed him. I remember that being pretty good. I don't remember that at all. I remember their feud because they were like trying to make it a work shoot. Well, yeah, because Sammy called him a fat bitch during the match <laughs> or, some, or something like that. That's all I remember yeah. from that feud. I didn't even remember they had yeah. a match. But anyways, uh, I remember back in like the fall when uh, Daniel Garcia was the pure champion and Jericho was the world oh, champion. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Garcia was kind of like in between between who he wants and to And then they just with. went with – and he, he went with being a sports entertainer for some reason. Yeah. I don't get it. He it had was... the choice between Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho, and I thought – And he chose Chris Jericho? What are you, a freaking – like, I don't know. Um, he's so – that. why would you choose Jericho? Jericho's so dumb. I thought what was going to happen was Garcia was going to completely turn on Jericho. Then at the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view, Garcia was going to beat Jericho for the uh, world title. And then he would have well, had the pure He would have had the pure and the world title exactly like Danielson, like Danielson did. Yup, uh-huh. That, that could have been cool, but no. No. He went with Jericho and turned on Brian and had a pretty good match with him, but. Yeah, I don't know. Those Danielson Garcia, uh, the Danielson Garcia matches actually got like really good ratings, and I like I wasn't too high on them, but I was surprised at the reaction they were getting. It was like some good stuff. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I agree with you on I wasn't too high on them, but yeah, yeah, they like, were it wasn't good. bad at all. Good. It was good, but it like it wasn't like classic caliber to me. Mm-hmm. No MJF yep. Danielson. No, no, no. Far from it. Far from it. And then they try to recreate the same thing with the Guevara Brian matches, but it never reached the same heights. So, anyways, Jericho Appreciation Society wins the match against Top Flight and AR Fox. And then they call out the House of Black, which I did not see coming. The lights go out. And Cody, what happens? Carry on my way with son. Finally you That's sing what it. Happened. Finally you sing it on the air. I'm only I'm only singing it because I like the spot. Okay. I like this I like the switcheroo. I enjoyed the switcheroo. Because, like, when the lights went out, everyone was like, oh, my God, House of Black. And then Elite come out. Okay, that was pretty cool. I did like that. It was a nice switch up and all that. So I am so down for a Jericho Appreciation Society and Elite feud. But that's not all. 
Because ah, then before. the House of Black comes out and we got a little three-way feud way. going on. In the stupidest way. I'm sorry. I, it, it was so dumb. Because they were cut. Uh, Jericho and Elite were like having a promo. And then freaking out of nowhere, House of Black are on the Titan Tron. Okay, cool. I, not even cool. It's like it's just like okay, you're in your spoopy room, and then lights go out. I think it's done, and lights come back. They're in between two groups because one of them is in the ring, one of them's on the ramp, and then now they're just randomly in the arena, right? Like immediately after uh, a promo from the back. How is that possible? That's it. Just makes it look so fake. It's, it's like so when dumb. Matt Hardy teleported on his debut. Oh, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It was so stupid. I hated it so much. It was so bad. Like, how does what sense does that make at all? And it just makes everything seem so fake and just stupid. And I, I just did not like it one bit. It was so dumb. I'm like, this match is going to be something, but yeah. I'm very excited I, for it, like story. I can't wise, say I am, but I don't think it's gonna be a great match if Jericho is gonna be in it. But otherwise, I think all the other guys are gonna put on a great match. So we are getting that three-way t- uh, tag match, three-way six-man tag match. Is that next? Is that what? Yeah, because it's in Winnipeg. What? Oh yeah, they city. were talking. Yeah, <laughs> they were talking <laughs> in the promo about how. Jer, what what was the line? Jericho's not the best wrestler from Winnipeg or whatever. Yeah, is that what? Yeah, they said that, and then Taz popped like crazy. <laughs> I was like, why are you reacting that much? They said that, and he was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, why are you popping that hard? And then, but like, I don't know. It was it wasn't even that good of a line, but I liked Don's follow up with, "If I start training, you're gonna be the third best." <laughs> it was. That was that was good, but I don't know. Taz was popping. Sixty-nine, me dog. Okay, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to uh move uh, on what's... to the con. Wait, we skipped over FTR's promo. No, we talked about that. We said that. No, we didn't. We did not talk about FTR and how good they are and how over they are and how great they are. If that like that's all I'm really gonna say. So if we want to move on after that, we can. Alright, I already I already have... said they came out and are going for the tag title. So if you listen back to this I don't and prove think, me wrong, I then... don't remember you saying that. If you if you can prove me wrong, then I will admit CM Punk is better than the elite. But I'm pretty sure I said it, so you know what? You go back and listen while you're making the shorts. That's and... <laughs> right. That's right. And yeah. You go back and listen and you can prove yourself wrong. So I don't remember you saying that. But you know. Well, moving on to the con. Tony Khan oh, comes on the screen. <laughs> what did he keep Stop it right there. Move, no, what what did he keep Move. saying over and over? I it's time to level up this championship. It's time to level up the championship. The All-Atlantic Championship will now be I, I, the bro, International I, Championship because we had to level up the championship. We had to level up the championship. 
I honestly remembered him being pretty tame in this promo until you said that. Because he, he, seemed, he seemed more reserved. He wasn't, like, mouth-breathing his promo this time. He yeah, something's, like, not, something's, wrong wrong something's wrong He's, here. Something's wrong I know. Tony Khan acting professional, it's crazy. Not real. Not real. Yeah. So, we get the announcement. That was so dumb. That next week in Winnipeg, we will be witnessing the greatest professional wrestling match of all time <laughs> taking place, ladies and gentlemen. The now oh AEW international champion Orange Cassidy will be defending against the GOAT. My world. Whoa, hold on. I said it wrong. The greatest to ever lace up a pair of boots. I must said the greatest to ever pair of lace of boots. <laughs> Jeff okay, boots freaking up. Jarrett. Hardy. No, okay. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hardy Jarrett. is back. <laughs> He's in the AEW zone. Oh, my God. No, Somehow Jeff, Jeff Jar- Hardy made it across the border <laughs> with all of his DUIs. Oh, my God. If Jeff Jarrett does not beat Cassidy, then AEW is the fakest promotion I've ever watched in my entire life. No way you put Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy in a fight together and Cassidy wins. There's no goddamn uh, way in heaven. Jeff Jarrett would smack him around like a toddler. Dude. I swear to God, if Cassidy retains, I'm I'm going to be so pissed. And you're going to see me cussing and bussing on this show. <laughs> If, if if Cassidy retains, his belt is going nowhere. Exactly. Jeff Jarrett is one of the best talents AEW has, and that is a genuine statement I am <laughs> making. And he like he can elevate that title. He really can. Imagine Jeff Jarrett versus like Penta or something. He could make that match. <laughs> he could make that. He could put over the zero Miedo so good. Because you listen right here, Penta, you were the Impact Champion, but you are not the Impact Global Force Champion, Slapnuts. <laughs> not Global Force. Oh, remember Cornette on Global Force? Uh, maybe. He was doing some stuff there. Oh, Gotta love Cornette, right, Sam? Gotta love him. <laughs> Cult of ham and cheese. Cold of ham and cheese. I want a burger. What do I want a wait? I'm forgetting. I want even remember a burger. It. No pickles, okay. please. Move on. No onions. Something, please. Oh. And it was, and it was this like is, this is turned into a musical show. What is happening? All right, hang on. I gotta play it. I gotta play no, it. No, we're not playing. I'm playing we're it. Not, we're not playing. Are we gonna co- are we gonna get a copyright strike for it? Doesn't matter. Our <laughs> intro is already freaking Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. It is my world, my world, <laughs> Yeah, this, this. Oh, is, it's this cold is... to meat and egg and cheese, right? No, no extra cheese. Cold. Oh, extra cheese. I'm so stupid. Extra cheese. I want a burger. Burger. No onions, please. Please. Look on my plate. What do you see? Cult of meat with extra cheese. I want a burger. Burger. American cheese. <laughs> 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 
Please, cause I'm the cause. Yeah, look up the beat with ecstasy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm the cause. I'm the cause. I'm the cause. Fried or broiled, broil. the cow will <laughs> die. die. <laughs> the, cow, the cow must die. Oh my gosh. That's one of the best oh. cornet creations. It's really, really is. Bryant dying in the background to a cow must die. <laughs> oh, what a legend. What a legend. Oh my god. Well, speaking so of Brian, we got the American yeah. Dragon. Yeah, Brian. best thing on the show. Best Daniels. thing on the show. Best thing on the show. Man. Best thing on the show. This was so good. So, Brian cuts a promo post his match with MJF <clears throat> at Revolution. And the main thing here that Brian says is he's going home. <sighs> yeah, the show is really going to dip down in quality without him. Like, for the period he's gone, it, like, really is. Unless FTR keeps, like, starts doing matches again, but, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where this goes, though, because I don't really know. Like, I guess Brian will come back as a mega babyface, but who's he going to come back to feud with? Right. I could I could see him going against MJF again. But that'd I be would kinda... like that, but it seems like they already paid off everything. I don't know. Right, right. I don't. I don't know why he's taking time. I mean, maybe he's just taking a vacation. But maybe he's hurt. Uh, I haven't seen yeah. anything about that. But well, he was talking sad. about his left leg being hurt. Him couldn't feeling his arms. I know it's kayfabe, but he already has that shoulder tape and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But this was really good. He was talking a lot about his kids. And how when he woke up from being unconscious in the LaBelle lock, he thought about how MJF said he w- he would make Brian not be able to hold his kids again. And that's why he tapped out, which is such a amazing like storytelling uh, way to go about the whole match and stuff. It, it was just so good. Really good stuff from Brian here. Really good promo. You could see the emotion throughout his body and on his face. It was great stuff. Yeah, MJF isn't the only one that makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, best sad to see him go for now. Hopefully he'll be back sooner <laughs> rather than later. Definitely. But now, it's your favorite time of the week. John Moxley. Like, uh... The first thing I wrote down is how is Moxley already wrestling after a freaking death match, let yeah. alone losing the death match? Yeah, uh-huh. No scratches on him. At least Hangman Page had a black eye. But Matt Mox lost and he's a hundred percent winning. Yeah. Remember after the like the reason the guns are AEW champions are because is because FTR had the match with the Briscoes, I think a week beforehand. I don't even I, I don't think it was the weekend before the dynamite. But FTR was still taped up. They were still taped up after a week um from the Briscoes doll collar match. And that's why they lost the tag titles because they were selling that match a week after it happened. 
and M- and Moxley is coming back a hundred percent Wednesday. A hundred percent. If you want to really sell a match, then have Moxley not wrestle this week, maybe, or just fire Moxley because <laughs> he doesn't sell. He does not sell matches. I mean, he doesn't sell matches, but he sells tickets, so that's why he's there. I don't know how he does. Anymore. Yeah, me neither. I honestly don't get the attraction. Yeah, he's so bad. But in a vacuum, this match was fine. Like, there was some cool stuff throughout. Claudio's good. Um, Dark Order has some nice spots, but they really don't interest me. But honestly, I don't know what my favorite match on the show was. It's It might be Lethal Cassidy or this. I don't know. I wasn't, like, we'll get to, but I wasn't a big fan of the main event. So I think match of the night for me is either this or the Cassidy match. It wasn't anything special, but it was you're not, right. It, not, it wasn't no an match, all right match. No matches on, like, the matches on this show were just kind of, like, uninteresting. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't that good either. It wasn't special at all. They were just thrown together, just kind of, really. It was an ass show. That's how Dynamites usually are, like, the first episode after a pay-per-view. They just throw matches Which kind of sucks, because, like, AEW actually had a pretty good pay-per-view this time around, and they used that momentum to go into the most mid-show they could ever have. Like, yeah. This this show overall, I know we're jumping the gun, but it was pretty mid, in my opinion. It was so mid. It was. It was. However... Something I really liked about this match. I was thinking this during the match. I was thinking, man, a Moxley heel turn would be pretty epic. And then what do you know? After the match, Moxley and Claudio are still going after the Dark Order. They win the match. The bell has rung. And they're still going after Silver and Reynolds. I love it. But you know what I don't love? As they were beating down the Dark Order, guess who run down? Hangman Page. What the Mr. fuck? Mr. I'm done ah, with Moxley. I'm done with Moxley, my asshole. Oh, my God. Uh, this was, Why is it continuing, Sam? Uh, why? Why is it continuing? I liked it continuing until Revolution. Then that's done. What? At the most, at, at the maximum. Anyone who watched the Revolution match, that is a blow-off upon all blow-offs. If I have ever seen a blow-off match, it would be that. But better, you know, I because that match sucked. I don't know where I'm going with this, but this it, it just seemed like a blow-off match. What? Yeah. The, ew, why is it continuing? Are they going to blood and guts? Oh, they could be. Would it be Dark Order versus it would be, Black Bull It would be Dark Order versus BCC for Blood and Guts. Name a more, like, unexciting match than that. Dark Order versus BCC. It would be Hangman, Silver Reynolds, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson versus John Moxley, Claudio Wheeler. And who else? I don't think Danielson's going to come back to fight Stu Grayson. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't I don't want to see this go to blood and guts, but Mox probably won't help himself. So. Yeah, I say I cut know. Blackpool Combat Club, but I really would like to see 
I just thought of this now. Uh, keep Moxley a heel. Moxley can have a really nice heel run if they do it right. Uh, Will they, though? I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, keep Claudio heel. Keep Claudio heel. And bring and Hero you- back. Bring Chris Hero back. Kings of Wrestling, please. Bring Chris. I know he's booking for an indie promotion right now, but bro, Chris fucking Hero, the GOAT himself, bro. Oh, please bring him back. Heel Kings of Wrestling in AEW. Heel, bro, Kings of Wrestling versus FTR. <laughs> Kings of Wrestling versus FTR. Oh my God. That was that would creamy. Be fucking incredible. <laughs> oh my God. I popped. I popped. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm one of the biggest Chris Hero fans. Oh, because I, I especially after the pandemic, I was irking that man to come back, and he did. I not. know you were. Every time we went to Ring of Honor, he'd be like, "Please be Chris Hero. Please have Chris <laughs> Hero come out." I remember when. Remember who was it? Was it uh, EC3? Did that run? Oh, what? yeah. You thought it was Chris Hero. I thought it was when, when... Chris Hero. It was the freaking Blake was, from Blake was, and Murphy? It was literally the debut of Control Your Narrative. It was the debut of Control Your Narrative, and you thought Chris Hero was there with Braun Strowman. <laughs> It was and you Blake. Made think, you made me think Chris Hero was there, and I was like, "Oh, I was popping." And then yeah. it was some random white guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if you guys search up uh, FTR debuts in Ring of Honor, at, uh, you can see our Final, battle, final I'm wearing a white shirt. I'm wearing a white shirt. I'm in the second row, like in front of Hard Cam. Yeah, you can yeah. you can you can see us jumping up on this one fan yeah. camera. We're like going crazy. Aren't you wearing, yeah. weren't you wearing like a black shirt or whatever? Jeez, dude, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know, know what I'm I just right I just now. remember being able to point myself out easier because I had the white shirt. But there is that one shot of us with the hearts up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the, the actual on the actual pay per view. On the actual pay per view, just like right in, right behind the Briscoes too. It's just like the Briscoes, <laughs> and then us in the background with the hearts. Man, I gotta find that. I gotta screenshot that. I gotta make that my wallpaper or something. <laughs> That'd be that was great. Epic. That was very epic. But anyways, back to the match. So yeah, they Hangman comes out. At first, he's like, "I'm done with you, Mox. I'm just checking up on my Dark Order boys." But then, oh, ah. Ah, it was very bad. I don't want this to continue. It's gonna be worse than it has to be. Who wants this? Who wants this to continue? Tony Khan. Level up. We gotta level up the feud with the. We gotta level up the feud, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Instead, add in the dark order. Instead of blood and guts, we will be seeing guts and blood. We have to level it up. We have to change the name. Level it up. Same thing, but we gotta level it up. It's so stupid. Let's just move on. We got, Let's move like, on to the main event. The main event of the evening. Well, <laughs> this was uh, this was not bad at all. I don't think it was just. I don't know. I wouldn't call it anything. Like, I don't know. It was. I'm. I didn't hate the match, but I far from loved it. I wouldn't go as to say I hated it, but I wasn't really a big fan of it. It definitely fit the show for being a mid match. Oh, so match, especially made for the even main worse by the finish. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let, all right. Let, let's get to this. So the match starts backstage. 
Hobbs and Wardlow are fighting oh, backstage. Sure. Let's let's talk about being backstage. Why did they play the entrance music? It was weird. Like they already had a whole camera crew back there. They had the refs back there. They were already fighting. But they were like, let's play Wardlow's music. Oh no, they're fighting in the back. Like it was, <laughs> I don't know. It was and then like the first like five, six minutes of the match is just like camera video that they put on the Titan Tron. So the crowd is not doing anything. Uh, it's so bad for the crowd. Dude, one time I went to SmackDown and the worst thing I think it was when Ronda Rousey that segment when Rousey got arrested, like right before WrestleMania five. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was so boring because we couldn't see anything. We had to watch the freaking Tron. Yeah. So boring when they do backstage segments when you're in person at the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So starting your main event falls count anywhere match with that, it it took a lot out of the crowd. And it was just weird too. I don't know. Not that they were super invested in the first place, but Oh yeah, yeah no. No one was no one was really invested with this. So, I uh, I was thinking this through the match. So, we did see Powerhouse Hobbs win the TNT title. We'll go more in depth into that in a second. But I was thinking, you know how Sammy and Cody and Scorpio Sky went all over with the TNT belt? I kind of, I think they really did it right. This time around with Joe beating, or well, let's backtrack. So we had Joe beat Wardlow. Joe holds it for maybe two-ish months. Darby wins it. All right. Darby has it for roughly a month and a half, maybe. Joe wins it back. Okay. I thought it was just a month for Darby. Yeah, around that. Joe wins it back. Okay, we're doing all right. Darby had a lot of great defenses in those couple weeks he was champion. Joe wins it back. Wardlow wins it back. Okay. We get we're, we're getting an actual story here. Uh, Joe, we saw a, a two-time champion now. Nice, he deserves to be a two-time champion. Wardlow, I feel like definitely two-time champion. Uh, deserves to be. And then three days later, he drops it to Powerhouse Hobbs, which I think is good because this feud between Joe Hobbs and Wardlow have been going since Full Gear. It all makes sense. It all ties together. I like it. Uh... I love Hobbs, but the way they went about all of this, I like, yeah, okay. Let's say Hobbs had a slugfest with Wardlow and he beats him clean. Okay, I would be agreeing with you, probably, even though I'm not a big fan of the title hopping, but just seeing the feud wrap up is nice. But that's fair. Pairing powerhouse Hobbs with goddamn. QT Marshall. Right, let's touch on this now. Oh, ruined it for me. Ruined it. So we see QT come out from behind. I believe he low blowed Wardlow, right? Or he had a chair or something. He either low blowed him or hit him with the chair. I don't remember. I don't care. It's QT. Whatever he does is irrelevant and forgettable. For real. So it was dumb. This is what made me think QT stole the TNT belt and it's all a storyline. I don't know. I personally don't care enough about QT. I don't think anybody really does. But anyways, 
something really that really blew me away in this match was when Wardlow hit that swanton through the table on the floor. On his tailbone, though. I th- I'm pretty sure he like landed on his uh, tailbone. It looked good to me. Okay, I was like, it was a pretty cool spot. I w- I know you really liked it, but I was I didn't really pop for it like you did. I think I just did because it was you know two big guys. That's not something you see out of big yeah. guys a lot. Like you see remember, it out of a- hmm? bro. Remember Dijak versus Keith Lee take over Portland 2020. Yeah. Uh the uh. What was it? The splash Dijak did to Lee on the outside when he did the flip dive um, to, like, the commentary table. But Lee was sitting in the chair, and he just, like, it was crazy. It was a crazy dive. That was, like, talking about big guys doing crazy shit, that's one of the most impressive spots I've seen. When he dove on to Lee in the chair, wild, much wild. wasted potential in both of those guys, Dijakovic. Well, and yeah, at least they're using Dijakovic better in NXT now. Like apparently he had a really good match with Wesley. I didn't. I haven't uh... watched it. But I heard. I heard it was good. At least. So at least they weird, got rid of T Bar. At least they got rid of T Bar. Yeah, but NXT is so weird. It's it in shambles. Weird. It's so strange. Like, it's weird because some people still really like it, but it's I don't know. No, I don't think anybody really likes it. <laughs> I think I think like people watch it, but I don't. I don't there's like one person on Instagram who I follow likes it. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember who. I just remember seeing like posts from time to time, being like, "This is a great show." They're like, "This is great." This is like. I don't care. Yeah. No. NXT I mean, is so like man. I think now Less NXT is like NXT is like more of based on the children audience, but I don't oh. I can't I can't see children even liking this, dude. It's so bad. Yeah. No, I don't even see anyone liking NXT. Yeah, dude, it's it's And now now they have Tyler Bates stuck on there. Do like, they? Yes, he's wrestling oh, on there now. Jeez. Yeah, it's not, That's not wasting Tyler Bate. Not at all. Can we have a Tyler Bate Gunther feud on the main roster? That would be. Oh my god! Imagine the matches they could have in front of like a major crowd. Gunther would just destroy him now. Did you watch uh, Gunther versus Tyler Bate the Cardiff match? I did. That went like fo- I watched. I watched him went, like forty off, minutes, but I didn't watch him, in bro. Me. Gunther versus Tyler Bate uh, from Cardiff is like one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah, where I don't it, remember where it rank on the top one hundred. I I'm gonna have to check, but it's genuinely like it might be the best like David Goliath type match of all time because like Gunther played the like big heel and Tyler he was so over with the crowd and it just made for such a phenomenal atmosphere and it just it was so good. It ranks. Uh, oh, sorry for the voice crack, but crap. Oh, ranks number twelve all time. Whoa, what? Yeah, I, it's it's genuinely a phenomenal match. That's insane, bro. We gotta look at your list. <laughs> we can not this episode. No, no, no. That'll be that'll be like one of those in between episodes. Like that'll be episode <laughs> two point five. 
Cody's top 100 as it stands. I'm going to get some heat for that. <laughs> yeah, you're getting heat from me for that. That's crazy. Wow. Well, well you haven't even swings. seen the match, though. I know, but there's... I, I can already tell you there's better matches than that. I can give you 20 better matches than that. Let's go. No, I'm kidding. We got to <laughs> we gotta wrap, wrap it up. It up. So, Hobbs wins the belt. Wins. Thank God. Finally, Hobbs gets a freaking belt. I know. Dude. and But the moment they give him his big moment, it's like they put him with QT, so it's tarnished. It's <laughs> so stupid. Um. Yeah, like I love Hobbs. He deserves this. He really does. But I don't think the story was not like I don't know. People were not really into the story. I wasn't really into the story. It was just kind of like okay, we're going here now, and it, there wasn't a lot of investment. And then they put him with QT, which just diminishes everything for me. Hey, now we why did they see the first edition of QTV? I don't care. Why did they think this was a good idea? Why did they think this was a good idea? This like, who is, who is watching the TV and sees QT and goes, "Oh my God, it's QT!" Like, nobody. Not even nobody. Tony. Not even Tony Khan. Oh, he's probably doing this so he can try and get Cody back or something. I don't know. I don't know. That is the only feasible thing i can ever get in my head but that but even what i just said doesn't make sense i don't know Ugh. gross well with that being said unless you have anything else i think that does it i don't think i got anything else well with that being said thank you all for tuning in to episode two of snb wrestling check us out the cow must die the cow must die. Check us out on Instagram at SMB Wrestling as well as TikTok. Uh, you can also listen on YouTube, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. So, Cody, another great episode. Uh, of course. I think of we're going to try to keep regular episodes around this time, around an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pay per view is probably two hours because we got more to touch on. Oh, yeah. But anyways, Cody, how do you want to leave us off this time? Again, punk better than the elite. <laughs> <laughs>